You are Locked On the NFL, your daily NFL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, hello, hello. I am Matt Williamson at Williamson NFL. This is the Locked On NFL podcast. How is everyone this wonderful Friday? As usual, I'm strolling over to my bookie and I'm going to tell you about them here in a moment. And I'm going to pick games straight up and against their most current spreads. I hope everyone's having a great evening. Um, the Ravens are going to Kansas City, and they're getting seven on the road. KC doesn't have Watkins. They obviously don't have Hunt. They don't have much of a defense. If they can force the Ravens to pass, those pass rushers in their own building, I think will get home with some regularity and really get Jackson out of his comfort zone. But I think Baltimore keeps this one close. I think that they'll have success on the ground. I think that they can, you know, I know Mahomes has been great in this capacity, but I bet the Ravens confuse them to some degree. I bet they pressure them to some degree. I bet they're aggressive with their blitz schemes, and they're one of the best defenses in the league at disguising their coverages. You know, they give you one thing and then take it away and give you something totally different. And I'm just betting Mahomes makes a mistake or two or isn't quite sure what he's seeing. And... Therefore, I think the Ravens will be able to keep running the ball, stick with it. Um, I don't think Kansas City's going to have any success on the ground. So there's going to be a lot on Mahomes' shoulder to, to win this game by seven or more. I think they win at home, but like, nah, 26-21, something like that. I'll take that seven. Colts are going to Houston. Big game for them, obviously. They're getting five on the road. I absolutely think Luck and company are <clears throat> much better than what we saw a week ago. Uh, I do think it's a good offense. But Hilton's banged up. Houston's D is quite good. And I know the Colts are great in protection. But I think Houston will force Luck's hand to some degree. I don't know that Houston will, you know, I don't know that Indy will have a lot of success on the ground. You know, they don't have great weapons. A tough game. On the other side of the ball, the Colts defense is pretty good against the run, but I don't think they have an answer for Hopkins. I'll take Houston. I think Houston will have success on the ground and will be able to stick with it, which has been their formula lately. I'll give you five and I'll take the home team here to keep that streak alive. Carolina's favored in Cleveland. I don't think Cam's very healthy. I don't think their defense is very good. I do think Carolina will run the ball very well in Cleveland. Well, Ward, is Ward 100% healthy? Ward versus Moore, I think, could be a lot of fun if that's how that plays out. But I think Baker gets a lot of favorable, um, predictable coverages. Knows what he's going to see at home. I think that they Chubb has a pretty big game here. I like the Browns to win. Uh, I'll, if you're going to give me one, I'll take it. Uh, it's not quite an upset special, but you know where I'm going with that. I mentioned before about my bookie. And, I mean, I tell you a couple times a week about these guys. They're great friends of the podcast, great friends of the entire Locked On Network, which you need to check out. And like I said, I'm looking at their site as we speak. I place all my bets there. Uh, I hope you do the same. You absolutely should. So it's pretty clear that, you know, I would only recommend a service that's been good to me, which they have been. That's why I'm telling you, head over to my bookie. You win, they pay. I told you I love their in-game live betting. I like the over-unders on fantasy points scored, and they have great player perks as well. 
Because they're doing such good work, though, they are slammed with customers, as you can imagine. So they want to give everyone the best service possible. So if you're willing to deposit after 7 o'clock Eastern time, and I'm recording it after, right around then, so maybe you're listening to this fresh off the press and just hit pause and go do it right now. They'll give you an additional 25 free bucks. I mean, uh, as long as you deposit 100 bucks, you get 25 free. Do it after 7 o'clock. It's the best deal ever. Locked on 25 is our promo code. You'll need to use that to make this happen. But visit my my bookie online today. That's M Y B O O K I E, and don't forget to use the promo code Locked On Twenty Five, all one word, two five. And if you're willing to hold out till after seven, you get an extra free twenty five bucks by you again using the promo code Locked On Twenty Five. It's it's a slam dunk, guys. So you play, you win, you get paid. All right, all right. We got the Falcons going to Green Bay. I don't know what to make of these teams right now. Both were preseason NFC, you know, potential powerhouse, playoff caliber teams, people winning, picking them to win their division, uh, MVP caliber quarterbacks. And it just hasn't gone to plan. My hunch is in Green Bay's first game with a new coach that they go back to Aaron Jones a lot and really make it his show, which I think is the smart move as a receiver. And we know Atlanta always allows a lot of receptions to running backs, as well as pounding it up the middle. That doesn't mean they're going to ignore Aaron Rodgers, but uh, I think that this becomes an Aaron Jones game at home. I don't really like what I've seen from the Falcons. I think their guards are problematic, and the defensive tackles for the Packers are quite good. Julio's obviously going to present problems, but Matt Ryan on the road is where I keep thinking about this, and... I don't love that in what should be not great weather, of course. I mean, I don't know what the forecast is off the top of my head, but Green Bay in December isn't Atlanta in the Dome. I know that much. Um, Again, Julio presents problems, but I don't like how Atlanta's running the ball. I don't like their guard play. Four and a half point favorites. Yeah, I think I'm going to take the Packers here. But I don't really know what they are either. First game of the new coach. So this is kind of an avoid game to me. This is sit back and try to gather some data on these teams. It's kind of an interesting week because a lot of things I've noticed with these matchups are when a team has something that could be exploitable, and we'll talk about this a lot in these next couple games, is their matchup doesn't seem set up to do it. Like, there's some real odd matchups that way. Um, It's not really the case in this this one. The Saints go to Tampa. Tampa's six-and-a-half-point home dogs. Saints, the Bucks D has gone from dreadful to respectable. I think a guy like Goodwin should have a big day. You know, that Evans is going to see a lot of Lattimore, but Apple has struggled in New Orleans. I think Winston will put up big numbers as he usually does. I think Breeze, Kamara, Thomas, all those you know usual suspects will do quite well. But I kind of like where Tampa is right now. I think they keep this one close and lose it like 33-30. I mean, they're not a terrible team anymore. So I'll take the six and a half if you're going to give me them at red home. This game's pretty yucky, but the Jets are getting three and a half in Buffalo. I don't trust the Bills, but I trust the Bills' defense. I trust Allen to make more plays than Darnold. In Buffalo, of course, we don't expect a lot of points here, of course. But I'll give you three and a half. I just think the Jets are in a really bad place. I mean, there's going to be a coaching change. Times are bad. The talent's low. I mean, could Allen throw three picks and they lose game? Absolutely. But 
you know, Darnold doesn't have much around him. Three and a half is a good line here, but I'll give it to you since it's in Buffalo. Patriots go to Miami where they often struggle. They're, Miami's getting eight at home. I think this should be more of a six and a half, seven type of line. So I'll take the Dolphins, but I will take Miami or New England to win. Not that they're going to struggle, but I think you know Miami's D is certainly not great. I mean, clearly, but I don't know that my or New England's playing great. I think this will be a heavy Sony Michelle game that they'll play a little slower. I don't see them racking up forty or anything like that on on Miami in Miami. I think this is kind of a business trip type of win for the Patriots. Control the ball. Um, make life tough on Tannehill, who's been a little flimsy with the ball, to say the least, lately. Um, will they run on New England? Probably not. I mean, teams are really throwing against the Patriots. Can Tannehill exploit that? Parker's going to see Gilmore. So I just don't see a lot of points from Miami, but I think the, the, the number's a little too big. So... I'll take the points at home, but I do think New England controls this football game. Uh, we got some big games coming up here. I'm going to take a quick break and dig right into Rams-Bears in a moment. That is probably the game of the week, Rams at Bears. I'm taking the Bears to win it, and they're getting three and a half. All right. I don't know that Goff is a... I just need to see it. Is, is Goff an outdoor, sloppy weather, 8 o'clock night game in Chicago in December type of quarterback? They're going to try to key on Gurley, I'm sure, and I think they'll have success. It's a really good defense. I think Mack will be disruptive. I don't think the Rams walk up and down the, the field on these guys. Trubisky comes back, which is a good thing. I think Tariq Cohen has a gigantic game you know, as a receiver mostly, but... I think Allen Robinson does well. I think they diversify the ball. I think Howard will have success on the ground. This should be a really good and telling game. I just don't love this matchup for the Rams, especially in Chicago. If this was in L.A., I'd gladly take the Rams and maybe put up a lot more points. But I think weather and you know slow turf and all those things really helps the Bears in this situation. You're going to give me three and a half at home. That crowd's going to be rowdy. I just think Goff might be a little wide-eyed in this one. Giants are favored by three and a half in Washington. That line surprises me a little bit, but I guess it's not off. I mean, I figured, this is the first I looked at that line, obviously, and I thought, eh, there'll probably be like a pick em game. Giants are playing better than Washington. It's in Washington. I'll easily take the Giants. But now i got to give you three and a half on the road. I, mean, I don't like the Giants that much, do I? I mean, I think Peterson still has a decent game. Sanchez obviously is going to be overwhelmed, and I think Beckham destroys Norman, but Beckham's fighting a little something. I don't know if there's an answer for Odell. But I think Washington's run game and a good defense keeps this game close at home. I mean, three and a half's a lot. I think the Giants get the win, 24-23, something like that. Maybe a last-second field goal, something along those lines. Denver at the Niners. Niners are also a home dog, three and a half. Everyone, this is what I was talking about before. Like, throwing on the Niners is very, very nice situation. But is no Emmanuel Sanders and Keenum going to rip that off or rip that defense apart? I don't think. You know, Denver doesn't have Harris anymore. Uh, but what kind of skill guys do the Niners have to really exploit that? And their quarterback situation isn't great. 
I know things are setting up well for Denver, but if you don't have Chris Harris, you don't have Emmanuel Sanders. I just think that really hurts both passing games. I think Denver wins on the road, but three and a half for a home team against the Broncos right now, although I have no very little faith in the Niners, is too much. So I think this is a tight game, 17-14, 17-16, something like that. But I'll take the points in what I expect to be a low-scoring, kind of hard-to-watch type of game. How about this? Bengals are getting 14 and a half in L.A. to play the Chargers. And I'll give you the 14 and a half. I, I want L.A. I just think that they have no answer in coverage for Allen or their backs. I don't think they'll get to Rivers. Rivers is playing at a really high level. I think this is a type of game they're Bosa and Ingram feast. You know, Mixon might put up numbers, but with no A.J. Green, no Dalton. I just think that Bengals offense is very easy to play against. I think that Bengals defense is very easy to play against right now. So that's a good line. That's a big number. <laughs> a big number. Or could the Chargers have somewhat of a letdown after a big win in Pittsburgh? Maybe. And their home field advantage isn't great, but how many Bengals fans are going to be there? Yeah, I'll give you 14 and a half. Lions at Cardinals. This is another one. I mean, since Damon Harrison showed up, people are throwing all over the Lions. But the Cardinals have awful pass protection. Uh, Christian Kirk's out. They don't have much in the way of weaponry. Rosen's obviously a work in progress. Can they exploit that at home? Getting two and a half at home against a Lions team that I don't have much faith in at all. Meanwhile, teams are running all over the Cardinals. And... What kind of running game have we seen from the Lions? You know, Patrick Peterson's going to be on Galladay. Arizona's just coming off a win. I think Arizona sneaks one out. I'll, I'll take the points at home. I'm going to pick them to win again. 17-14 type of deal. Not a lot of points here. Not a real fun game to watch. There's some games that aren't real exciting this week. This one is, though. Eagles go to Dallas. Dallas is favored by three. That... Cowboys O-line versus Fletcher Cox and Eagles D-line, I think, is a huge matchup. And probably the winner of that matchup wins this game. But I do think Elliott gets his no matter what. I think Amari gets his without question against bad corners. I think it's going to be tough sa- tough sailing for Wentz, the run game, all their receivers, no real vertical threat, Ertz, all those guys I think are going to have a tough go of it. It's a tough matchup in Dallas against a real quality defense. With Amari there getting free, I think, here and there against bad corner play, I'll take Dallas and I'll give you three. Kind of like how Prescott's played a little bit lately, too. So, yeah, three's a good number to me. Steelers are giving the Raiders 10 in Oakland. Um, I've been talking about this one all week, and it's a, it's a real hard one to talk about because I don't know any matchup or any advantage Oakland has except for playing at home, and the Steelers usually struggle there. That's not enough for me. But... While I think the Steelers win this game, I picked it like 27-17, which just happens to fall right on this line. Is what I didn't know the line when I picked it today on our final episode of the week um, on SNR. But I think Oakland and Carr, Carr's playing okay. I think he moves the ball reasonably well. I think the Steelers kind of have a statement win where they basically own this thing start to finish. But I could see a lot of running the ball late in the game, not racking up tons of points, despite not being really in threatened whatsoever, where the Raiders get a late touchdown here and there. 
So I think this is kind of a backdoor cover situation. I think the Steelers are never threatened. And, I mean, this is like the best, <laughs> how'd they say it? The sack ratio, you know, like how many sacks your team allows versus how many you actually accumulate on defense. The Steelers are number one in the league. The Raiders are number 32. You know, like Carr's going to be under pressure. Ben's going to be sitting there all day while AB runs around and gets free. You know, uh, but 10 just seems like the, really the right number. So I'll take the home team with that many points. Seattle on Monday night is favored by three against the Vikes. I like what Seattle's doing. And Minnesota has some corner injuries, although I think Xavier Rhodes is going to play. But I think Lockett and Moore are legit. I like Baldwin. I think Wilson's really good. I don't think Minnesota can run and hide where Seattle has to abandon their running game. I don't think it's going to be smooth sailing for the Vikes on the road. I don't like the Vikings' bad O-line in a very hostile situation on Monday night, overmatched. I do think Diggs and Thielen have decent matchups, and I really hope that Minnesota gets Cook more involved. But I don't like walking into Seattle on Monday night, man, uh, especially with a bad O-line. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you the points. I want the home team there. Give me the Hawks. Cool. Well, that is a wrap. Uh, I will be back Sunday evening with three of the other hosts from the Locked On Network. Uh, we have some big advertiser news. I'll be breaking that soon, too. That's some exciting stuff because the Locked On Network is growing at a rapid pace. And that's a wrap. All right, everyone. Take care. Over and out.